Welcome to the Healing Trauma and CPTSD podcast. I'm your host, Monique Coven. I'm a certified trauma recovery coach, and this podcast is all about hope and recovery. Hi, Jade. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So uh, Jade is a certified trauma recovery coach, and she's also a creative empowerment advocate. And that title really intrigued me. (laughs) uh, I'm excited to talk about the way that you uh, work towards empowering trauma survivors in their recovery process through the impressive arts. So as a, as a trauma survivor yourself, because I know that you yourself, um, you are a survivor, what has helped you move beyond your trauma and, and, and heal? Yeah, that's a great question. Thanks, Monique. Um, you know, I feel very fortunate that when I came forward about my abuse, um, my parents immediately did all of the right things. They believed me. They told me it wasn't my fault. They got me into therapy. And having those things were incredibly important for my early healing. But what really jump-started the deeper understanding of trauma and the recovery process didn't happen until I actually started training to become a certified trauma recovery coach. Um, and then my background is in writing. So when I combined the two, something really magical started happening. Um, and I kind of just realized how healing um, writing and journaling and uh, expressing myself in different artistic ways actually helped me recover. That That's so, so interesting because, you know, we always hear about journaling and, and, and writing and it kind of like it, it, it's a it's a space where you can tap into some of those feelings that maybe you you can't always uh, vocalize yes. so why do you advocate for trauma survivors to actually write fiction to heal yeah so I'm a huge believer in, in the power of words obviously so I think that when someone sits down to intentionally explore their trauma no matter how that comes out, whether it's journaling, memoir, um, nonfiction, whatever, it's, they're already starting that healing and recovery process. But what I found with trauma survivors is that fiction offers a chance for trauma survivors to explore their um, trauma and their emotions in a safe environment. Um, Because there's an unlimited amount of ways that a survivor can rewrite their narrative or explore their trauma without having to rely on the sometimes ugly, you know, ugly reality that they've had to live through. Um, They definitely empower themselves to take back control of their story. Um, I think the other thing that fiction does for trauma survivors is allow them to explore the aftermath of their identity in the wake of their trauma. Um, They've used the power of fiction to explore what it means to take back control of their narrative and become empowered again. And I just think that's fabulous. Yeah. And, and so when they're writing fiction, what's coming to my mind is that, um, so fiction is usually not themselves. It's another character. 
Yes. How can that be healing if it's not them? Maybe you could elaborate a bit on that. That's yeah, that's a fantastic question. And um, what fiction allows us to do um, by using characters instead of, you know, ourselves is allow us to kind of explore um, things that we, we one, wouldn't do in, in real life. And two, um, explore things that maybe we want to happen. So um, I'll give you a good example. When I was um, working on my novel Until They Burn, um, it was written specifically during a time period when um, uh, there was uprising in my family about um, some sexual abuse. So my abuser was on the on the line again um, for for you know sexually abusing another family member, and um, it was just so anger inducing. It was so emotional, and so I decided to take it to the page. So what I allowed that character to do was explore that anger in a healthy, um, compassionate way on the page instead of directing that anger at someone in real life. And I think that's really what offers, um, what fiction offers trauma survivors is that little bit of distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some, some safety, I guess, because it's, um, there's, yeah, the distance, because it's not, it doesn't feel as personal, maybe. Yes. Mm. Yep. Wow. And so I can kind of see here from what you're saying, a little bit of difference between the journaling or, or a memoir where it's so personal yes. and um, could be extremely triggering at times, I'm sure. Whereas I can see where the fiction can kind of get a sense of empowerment because it's not necessarily you, but it's you that's the creative energy is coming from you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's also kind of fun um, and empowering for sur- for survivors to um, accept and realize, okay, I don't have control over many things in my life. But when I write a, a fiction novel, I am in control of everything. I get to make the decisions um, that I want to make for me and me alone. And that is a very empowering feeling. Oh, Totally. And I can see how this just could just, just take off and how this could be so healing um, in conjunction with like therapy. Yes. Yep. Wow. I love that. And I guess I would have never, I would have never thought of writing fiction as, as healing. Yeah. I I think a lot of people, um, don't connect the two, but um, honestly, if you look back over, you know, hundreds of years of history, some of our um, most revered and loved authors have done exactly that. There was just a, um, a report that came out that Virginia Woolf's novels were very um, semi-autobiographical, um, and you know, Jack Kerouac and the. Uh, there's just so many authors who have done it, but they're just not. They're just not coming out and saying, oh, by the way, I wrote this book mm-hmm. to heal, you know? Mm. Wow. So um, for you personally, uh, you gave the example like when when you were going through that with your relative, yep. the situation. Um, are there other examples where you, because you've written 25 novels, did you yeah. find that there were pieces of yourself in there? 
So the truth is, is that I think it's inevitable that any author, whether it's fiction, memoir, whatever, leaves a piece of themselves on the page. Um, And I definitely know that that is true for me, but there has been an element of reality um, and ways of healing in almost every single novel that I've written. Um, My first novel, The Right Kind of Wrong, was actually um, for my grandfather, who is in World War II. Um, And when he was uh, on his deathbed, he asked me to write his story. And I didn't know how to do that in a way that preserved the legacy that he left behind. Um, But so rather I had to do it in a way that felt healing for me. Um, So that novel really is uh, healing kind of after my grandfather's death. Wow. So interesting. (laughs) And and things are popping up in my mind when you said your grandfather, because I thought, wow, you could really take some generational uh, and start writing a lot of stuff. Yes. Yeah, that could be really healing in that area. Is there like a specific approach or a roadmap someone can take to learn the process of, of writing fiction to heal? That's a great question, Monique. So, um, you know, while the path to writing fiction to heal is varied and it can be done so many different ways, um, you know, I, I kind of discovered um, this process or this approach um, throughout doing um, writing fiction to heal intentionally. So what I've done is I've kind of built a workshop around that process to help others explore it. But um, it's a very different kind of workshop than most writing workshops because it is not at all concerned with um, publishing. It's not concerned with having a full draft at the end. It is solely focused on helping people write fiction to heal. That is the main and only goal. (laughs) So it's a bit different. Yeah. Like usually you're focusing on the outcome and is it going to sell? Is it, you know, all those things. So here I hear you saying that it's really, you're focusing on the process, the moment to moment experience of of the writing. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's so intriguing. And, uh, you know, often when people are healing, you know, we're looking for additional supports uh, in between therapy and coaching. And I don't know, this just sounds, uh, it sounds really, really intriguing and really positive. Yeah, you know, it really is. And I think, um, you know, I think survivors in particular have been told their entire lives that, um, you know, they're not good enough or, They'll never do anything or, you know, I just, I get a lot of survivors come to me that say, I can't do this. I'm not a writer Mm -hmm. or I don't know how to write fiction. And, you know, it's just a moment where I have to, with, you know, gentle um, and loving kindness say, you can, anyone who can put words on a page is a writer. And this process can be used by beginners, the old, the young, anyone can use it. Wow. Yeah, I, I, what just came to my mind is I remember when I was like an early teen, I used to make, and I don't know, some of the listeners can probably relate, but I used to make stories and it was a way for me to use my voice that I couldn't use in yep. just a completely different way. And that person that I would write about would have this, you know, 
the kind of freedom and the kind of life that I only imagined. Yes. Oh, so, yeah. So I kind of see how that can just really, really be helpful because as you're healing, you want to get in touch with your own empowerment that's already there. It hasn't gone anywhere. And right. To see how you could sort of get that feel like viscerally as you're right. And it, and it, you know, it engages your right and left brain, which through the neuroscience we know is so important in resilience and healing. Um, but there's just something that happens when you put down your authentic and true feelings on the page, and then you're able to go back and look at it. There's, there's been, you know, studies done on how impactful that can be in seeing your growth, seeing your recovery, seeing where you've come from. And to me, that is just one of the most beautiful um, outcomes of, of using writing to heal. Wow. That, that, that's really incredible. So is there anything else that you think might be uh, helpful or interesting for the um, listeners to hear with regards to writing or healing? Yeah. So I, I think, you know, um, there's never a straightforward answer to, you know, will this work for me or, um, you know, how do I, how do I make it work for me? But, you know, as we both know, healing from any sort of trauma is a highly individualized process and, you know, every survivor needs different things at different times. But I think the best place to start if someone is interested in, in writing fiction to heal or writing in general to heal is to pick up a journal and just start writing. Um, you know, I think that if we if we can start to make that um, first step of going to the page and trusting it, um, the rest will come in time. Um, so that's really what I encourage, you know, new writers or people who are interested in this to to do. Pick up a journal and just start writing. It doesn't matter what it is. You could write, I don't know what to write, 30 times and that is the start. <laughs> yeah, okay. And let's say we have listeners that are, that are interested. Do you offer uh, workshops right now or are you going to be offering workshops? How can people get in touch with you? Yeah. Um, so I offer a introductory course, um, called right to heal. And that is really, um, just learning about how the actual act of writing itself, um, is healing. And then there's, um, many, many prompts within that course and that that's listed on my website. Um, but the exciting thing is that in the fall, um, August, actually next month, I'll be releasing um, Writing Fiction to Heal the Workshop, where I'm actually going to be writing um, a novel for the reason of healing um, right alongside all of the participants. So um, you can find more information about that on um, my website, jadeeb.com, or um, my Writing Fiction to Heal website, which is writingfictiontoheal.com. I'll put those, uh, that information in the show notes if anybody is interested. Well, that, that is wonderful, Jade. Thank you so much for, for sharing this and for being here. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's a pleasure. Okay, so take good care. All right, bye, Monique. Bye-bye. If you would like to find out more information with regards to my coaching options, you could reach me on my website at 
www.cbtsdcoach.com. You can visit me on my Facebook and Instagram page at cbtsdcoach.com.